Aaron's Radio Show. Very nice, very music, very cool. I like it. Coming to you almost live from Berkeley, California. It's Aaron's Radio Show, the podcast, with your host Aaron Gobbler. Thanks, Jake, and welcome everybody to episode thirty-eight. You're listening to the podcast version of my three songs, a show where my guest provides three selections, and we talk about why those songs are meaningful to them. The podcast version features full interviews, but includes no licensed music. To enjoy the original version with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream every episode. If you wish to be a guest on the show, please complete the short survey on the My Three Songs page on our website. Now here's the show. Welcome to My Three Songs, where I play three special songs chosen by my guest, and we talk about why they chose each song. Today, my guest is Jessica Kronowski. Jessica is another Facebook friend of mine. She's a holistic health practitioner and mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher. She's also a production coordinator for the San Diego Theaters, which includes the San Diego Opera, San Diego Broadway, and the Ballet. Jessica, we've known each other through Facebook, and you've shared many stories of your work doing professional massage therapy for musicians and actors prior to performances. Uh, What else can you tell me about what you do? Thank you so much for having me here today, Erin. Very excited to be here. So yes, I own Pure Life Therapy. I started my business in 1999, and I am a holistic health practitioner and mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher. So I have a massage therapy practice in San Diego, California, and one of my biggest clients is the music industry and show business. So whenever the stars or their crew need a massage therapist, I'm the one who's called. And it has been an amazing journey over the last two decades being able to work in this industry. Mm -hmm. Now, when the economy crashed in, I believe, 2007 or 2008, I started working on the production teams. I had been doing a lot of corporate massage, working with a lot of companies. And when the economy crashed, they had to take massage therapy out of their budget. So I started looking for other work. I love working in production. It is so much fun to be able to help all the different parts of a show happen. Okay. So we basically work with the audio department, video department, lighting, props, carps, riggers, everyone to make sure that the show happens and that the tour goes on to the next city, happy and safe. Okay. So the pandemic hits and I lost everything. I had to pause my massage therapy practice. I had, there were no concerts for us to go to. There's no concerts to work at. So I decided to accelerate my business plan. I jumped into the program at UCSD Center for Mindfulness and started my MBSR teacher training. That's mindfulness-based stress reduction. Okay. Since then, I have taught this nine-week program several times, and it is amazing, the health benefits of mindfulness. I chose the program at UCSD because it's very neurologically based. It's scientifically tested, and that is what I love about my practice. Awesome. Thank you for all that background. When we go to a concert or a show, we see the performance and we can imagine what's going on backstage and preparation and catering and all that stuff. But my mind doesn't immediately go to things like massage therapy and other things to be sure that performers are uh, physically uh, and you know mentally, psychologically prepared. But it sounds like that really is a key component to, to an ongoing health and uh, 
both mental and physical, for performers? Yes, 100%. A lot of these successful performers realize that their mind and their bodies have to be in tip-top shape to be able to be creative and to not just um, show, like show up on stage for an hour or an hour and a half, but to also continue that one offstage with creating new music and um, increasing your skills and talents. Yeah. So Jessica, I'm really psyched to talk to you today about music. What inspired you to be on the show? Well, I love music. Music is my life. It's my career. I was named after a song. (laughs) I I don't watch TV. I watch movies maybe once or twice a month. I always have music playing. Always. So it sounds like music is in your life pretty much daily. Do you mostly have it in the background or are you regularly seeking out particular songs throughout the day to kind of put it in the foreground? have it on shuffle in the background and okay my music taste ranges from jazz to rock to punk to hard rock whatever comes up 80s mm-hmm. i like all types of music so when it's on shuffle it always surprises me with what gets played so it sounds like you can take in all these different types of styles in in like what you're calling a shuffle Uh, As opposed to, say, a playlist somebody might have for like when they're in this kind of mood or want to be put in this kind of mood. For you, it sounds like it's more invigorating or interesting to just not know what kind of style is going to be next. Yes, I really like to just leave it up to whatever happens. So I prefer to have the music on shuffle because I like to just go with the flow and see what gets played randomly. But I do have certain stations that I listen to to help me get into certain moods. Like I like to listen to Neil Young radio before going to bed. I find it very relaxing. We also like Ray LaMontagne before bed. Very relaxing. And if I have to get myself invigorated, I'll put on maybe the Ramones or Violent Femmes. Or if I want to feel nostalgic, I'll put on 90s alternative. I'll just be creative with knowing how music affects my moods and emotions. Mm -hmm. Do you find that you enjoy more songs that you're already familiar with, or does it more interesting to you to hear new stuff that you haven't heard, or is it a combination? Combination, because I love singing, so I sing along to a lot of the songs that I know. Yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, Every guest has their own way of listening, and they can use music as for kind of a medicinal or psychologically uh, mind-altering kind of thing. It really is fascinating how how we all use it, uh, use it differently in our lives. Yes. I mean, we have a heartbeat and music has beats and it affects how we feel neurologically as well. Mm, yes. Jessica, let's jump into the songs that you chose. They are I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty from 1989, Going to California by Led Zeppelin from 1971, and Harvest Moon by Neil Young from 1992. Now, I know all of these songs and this is a great selection. I'm eager for us both to listen to these songs, and I'm interested in knowing why each of them is meaningful to you. So let's jump into the first song, Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Oh, I love that song. It's a really wonderful song. And Jessica, I'm a big fan of Tom Petty's, too. The album this song is off of, Full Moon Fever, was co-produced by one of my idols, Jeff Lynne of ELO. And Jeff Lynne and Petty uh, were already recording as part of the Traveling Woolberries when Petty released this album. Mm-hmm. And you can hear all that 
same kind of similar, you can hear that similar Wilbury sound in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what inspired you to include this song on your list? Oh, this is one of my motivation songs. When I'm feeling low or troubled or ruminating with emotions or mental things, this song comes on. And because I, I always have my music on shuffle, so the song will come on and suddenly I know that I can do what I want to do and I'm going to achieve my goals. Okay. Because I started my business as a teenager and I didn't know what I was getting into, but I love a challenge and I won't back down. So you're not necessarily seeking this song out. You're saying it's on your playlist or it's on the shuffle and then it comes on and all of a sudden you're kind of like transported to this when you were younger and and maybe when you heard that song when you were younger, how it, it gave you inspiration then? Yeah, it fills me with a sense of confidence and um, ease and trust in myself that whatever problems I'm dealing with or whatever I'm trying to navigate being a business owner or just navigate being a human, that I know I can achieve it. I know that I can do what I want to do because I won't back down. I'll keep trying uh-huh. and then I'll try again and then I'll keep trying. Do you ever find yourself seeking this song out if you're in a mo- mood or mode where you feel like you feel a little beaten down? No. No? I haven't. That might be a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had guests who say like they have a certain song they play when they want to have a good cry. Yes. So it's like the songs can be that way, you know, put you, can put you, maybe reset you into some mood or mode. But it sounds like just from personal experience, and I'm sure you experience this too, is that any one particular song on your playlist could all of a sudden just like you could maybe stop what you're doing and just kind of take it in and then move on. Or you could find that you've shifted all of a sudden in your think in your mindset or whatever without even seeking that song out, but that song came on, kind of like you're describing this song, then I'm sure other songs have a similar kind of uh, yes. reaction. Yes, exactly. I like to sort of leave it up to fate. <laughs> Okay. That's that's an interesting approach. And again, like going back to the whole shuffle idea is you don't know what the next song is going to be. And you could be in a whole different place uh, in your mind uh, when that's when that song comes on. I mean, the song conceptually is very straightforward. And I think that's part of its attraction. It's not really heavy duty. Uh huh. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. And it's easy. It's an easy song to remember the words to. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, thank you for including that on your list. The next song on your list is Going to California by Led Zeppelin from 1971. So let's give that a listen and we'll talk about it on the other side. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Now, Jessica, Led Zeppelin is really known for their early hard rock and heavy metal type sounds, but this song is really folksy. Um, much different than the last Led Zeppelin song I played on this show, which was uh, Fool in the Rain. Uh, what inspired you to include this song on your list? I absolutely adore this song. It is so beautiful. It's so poetic. It's, it's another one of my inspiring songs that I like to play or that I end up hearing when I'm feeling low or feeling like I can't achieve the things that I want. Mm-hmm. There's one key line in the song for me. And it is standing on the hill of my mountain of dreams, telling myself it's not as hard as it seems. Yeah. And when I first heard that line, it hit me straight to the heart of just, you can do these things that you want to do. You can achieve things that you want to achieve and change the world in the way that you have the ability to. 
And do you interpret that line as meaning like standing on the hill of my mountain of dreams, meaning I've reached my dreams? Or where do you see that? As, as the, is that like you've accomplished your dreams and you're realizing it wasn't as hard as it seems? I have a visualization of like, I have what I want to happen in my future and I'm not there yet. And that future keeps shifting and changing. So I kind of see myself like on a hike and I see the mountaintop that I want to get to. And I'm just on a hill looking at the mountaintop. Mm. Mm-hmm. That So the spe- specifically those lyrics make you realize or make you feel compelled that you can keep going up that mountain, that you're, that, that it's, it's a, it's a journey and, uh, and obviously a lot of different ways you can go up the mountain, but you're going to keep going up and, and keep trying to achieve. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Yes. Yes. I think so much of life, we, we just keep focusing on getting from A to B and not realizing that most of the growth and learning comes from, from the path we take from A to B, mm-hmm. uh, not just reaching, not reach, just reaching the, uh, the, the end per se. Yeah, we're, we're on the hills and the mountain, you know, is way off in the distance. The song is very beautiful. It's very simple compared to some of their other songs, which have so many layers of sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very interesting sounds. I don't know a lot of Led Zeppelin songs, but this is different than most of the ones that I have heard. Yeah, the sound is very dreamy, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting point. That that whole echoey sound is kind of uh, evocative of, of a dream state and, and kind of eerie in a sense, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Robert Plant is a huge Tolkien fan, so a lot of the music uh, sort of has that flavor, the Tolkien flavor, the fantasy, the mystery, the the adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it now, but there is a one very popular song by Led Zeppelin where there's a lot of references to uh, Tolkien characters. And I remember it dawning on me when I heard that song and think and thinking, wait, is he really talking about this? <laughs> I had to go look the lyrics up. And uh, yeah, it was references to uh, to Tolkien characters. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank to that song too. I can't think of it, but yes. Like, wait, it's one of those double takes, you know, like, wait, did they just say that? Now, the last song on your list is stylistically similar to uh, to the Led Zeppelin song in that it's simple. It's got very simple instrumentation, focuses on uh, on a guitar sound primarily. And it is just a lovely song. And I'm so glad you included this on your list. So let's give a listen to Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Jessica, this song is so simple and so beautiful. Uh, Again, I'm really glad you included it on your list. I enjoy it so much each time I hear it. Uh, Why did you choose this song? I just love that song. I'm such a romantic, and just the words of the song just make my heart flutter in delight. <laughs> and also, I, my dad is Canadian, so I was raised listening to Neil Young. So it just brings all sorts of feelings of love. Yeah. Yes. It's also a lovely song to slow dance to. Uh, yes, I would imagine. So, <laughs> especially if you're outside under a moon. Oh, that my would be, goodness. Uh, yeah. I'm getting romantic about that. See, it brings um, up romantic feelings. <laughs> just, yeah. 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 Jessica, is there anything else you'd like to share about your selections, like things you may have thought of while we were listening to them or 
questions I hadn't asked you or things you want to say? Well, all three of these songs that I picked were very impactful for me. So when you first asked me to be a guest, I really reflected upon what songs mean so much to me in my life. So sharing my thoughts and these songs with with your listeners uh-huh. is really a huge leap of courage for me in vulnerability and sharing mm-hmm. my experiences and thoughts and feelings with them. And I hope that having this courage to speak from my heart can help other people to connect to music in new ways and to have the courage for them to claim what is right for their heart as well. Yeah, that's beautiful the way you put it. I've had guests say that it's very easy for them to come up with their list or it was they knew right away and others like, you know, who've taken some time to to curate the list and have found it to be uh, a learning experience or a cathartic experience, but they're they're glad that they that they did it. And then on a personal note myself, when I first thought of using this concept, uh, my family asked me what my songs would be. And I just very frankly, I don't know. I have not put my list together. And I've spent months now in my mind thinking like, what would I use? So um, maybe it's maybe at some point I'll, uh, I'll take the other side and I'll, uh, and I'll pick my three songs. But it's uh, it's really fun getting to know people better or people I've known for a while, learn more about them through their songs and, and through their descriptions of how those songs have uh, have impacted them or what they mean to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this concept yeah. for your show is incredible. And yeah, I highly recommend you to do some soul searching and see what songs really <laughs> speak to you. It, it was fun because you asked me several months ago to be a guest and I had to take my time. And listen to a lot of music to be like this one, this one. And Mm -hmm. I changed my song last night to Harvest Moon. I was like, oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yes. That was was a great choice. Thank you. Yeah. I I had a very nice time. And uh, and I'm glad this was uh, a good experience for you. And uh, I want to thank you again for for taking the time to be on the show today. And uh, I know we talked about doing this quite a while ago. And I'm glad that I got you on. And thank you again for uh, for your list. To my listeners, if you want to be part of the show, start by going to our website, aaronsradio.show, and clicking on the My Three Songs button on the homepage. You can also sign up for our mailing list so you'll know immediately when a new episode is available. You can also find Aaron's Radio Show on your favorite podcast service, but the podcast episodes only include interviews and no licensed music. So until next time, keep your ears and mind open, and let more music into your world. You're listening to Aaron's Radio Show. It was so much fun. Uh, good. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it.